It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. Thanks for being with us. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News, and wonderful as always to be with you today. Uh, we've been taking a little bit of a break uh, from all of the, the rage and rancor as it relates to the impeachment proceedings going on in Washington, D.C. Fortunately, they're on break at the moment, so that's also a good thing. Uh, but to me, it's on a day like this, uh, it, it is a time to, to think about what is it that is going right, uh, that we do have good people in Washington. Uh, make no mistake about it. There are great people and great staff members on both sides of the aisle that do good work every day. And it's easy to just spout on the cynical part uh, to be pessimistic, uh, and there's a lot to be pessimistic about. Let's be let's be very clear there, uh, but that's not all there is. Uh, there's a lot of extraordinary things there that I think uh, ultimately will will move forward in a positive way, and a lot of it, almost all of it, is because of a nice free market economy and institutions of civil society where you have neighbors and friends and communities that rally around people, not because they have to, but because that's what they do. That's what America means in my view. Uh, and I wanted to spend our last segment today uh, talking about something that's been on my mind, and it's, it's one that uh, often we overlook. And this is a nice time of year to step back and rethink a few things, uh, because I'm really convinced that whether it's individuals, whether it's families, whether it's organizations, whether it's our communities, if we want people to thrive uh, and communities to succeed, we, we must see value in others. And feel that others see value in us. And so think about that for a minute. Seeing deeply and expressing powerfully the worth and value of others, to me, is one of the the great leadership skills for the 21st century. Uh, You have to be able to do that in in a positive way. But we also have to recognize our own value. Uh, and so I wanted to share, a, it's, it's one of those modern parables that's out there on the internet. Uh, it's taken many forms, uh, no attribution ever. I couldn't find it anywhere. Uh, and over the years, this is, this is kind of my version of it. And it's a story about a, an old pocket watch. Uh, and so he had a, a dying father calls his son to his bedside and presents him with this very old pocket watch. And the father says, hey, your grandfather gave this to me. This has been in our family. It's over 200 years old. But son, before I give you this pocket watch, uh, I want you to go to the watch shop down the street and tell the owner that you want to sell it and ask him what price he'd be willing to pay. So the son darts down to the watch shop, asks the watch shop owner uh, what he would pay for it, races back to his dad's bedside and and says, you know, the the watchmaker said that he'd give me $5 for the watch because it's old and scratched and scuffed, uh, so he'd give me $5. The father then said, take it to the coffee shop and go to the coffee shop owner and just see if he would be interested at all in buying the pocket watch and and see what he would be willing to pay. So again, the son runs down to the coffee shop, uh, makes the pitch to the coffee shop owner, goes back to, uh, to his father's bedside, and says, you know, the, the coffee shop owner said he didn't really have much use 
for a pocket watch and said he'd give me $3 for it. So then the father says, okay, now I want you to take it to the museum and see if they would be interested in buying it and what they would be willing to pay for it. And so the son left and went down the street to the museum, went to the curator, uh, asked what it would be worth and if they'd be willing to buy. And he raced back to his father's bedside and just astonishment written all over his face. And he said, Dad, the curator said they would give me $1 million for this pocket watch. And the father laid his head back. He closed his eyes. He said, you know, I wanted you to experience that for yourself, that the right place and the right people will value your value in the right way. And then he gave him some some counsel. He said, you know, never, never put yourself in the wrong place with the wrong people who don't value you and get angry when they don't value you. Don't stay in a place or with people that don't value your value. You have to know your worth. And they said, not only do you have to know your worth, but you have to know your worth so that you can begin to spend time seeing, acknowledging, and rewarding the value in others. And so we have to step back and look at that. Uh, we need to avoid the uh, the watch shop and coffee shop owners of the world uh, who are never going to appreciate or understand your value or your worth. And so to me, that's the first lesson of this uh, little modern parable is that we have to value our own value. And it's a tough lesson. It's not about being arrogant. It's about being confident. It's about being assured in who we are and what we bring to the table, whether that's at work, whether that's in a relationship, whether that's in our community. We have to have that kind of of confidence. And along with understanding and recognizing that value, uh, we have to be really careful that we don't put ourselves in the wrong place with the wrong people who don't value our value. And so some, some caution out there that whether it's an abusive spouse or partner or friend or relationship, uh, that's unacceptable. Uh, a boss that's belittling you or being a bully, not acceptable. A, uh, a colleague uh, that is demeaning. Uh, an online connection that is continually ripping you down, not acceptable, intolerable. And I recognize that it is very difficult to extricate yourself from some of those relationships. Might be with a parent, might be with a spouse, might be in some other relationship, might be with a boss or an employer, but you have to. It is, I think, some of the most difficult things we see out there. Uh, Those who are suffering from abuse, whether that's mental or physical abuse, uh, it's hard to extricate that, but you have to remove your yourself from a place, a space, or a person who does not value your value. And so again, we have to avoid those uh, watch shop and coffee shop owners of the world who just are never going to appreciate the value that you bring, the value that you inherently have. So that's an important lesson. If you if you are in one of those kinds of relationships, uh, you you need to make sure you're getting help, that you're reaching out, that you're not isolating yourself, because often that's what bullies and abusers do. They isolate you. They make you off balance, uncertain, without a voice, uh, because they want to continue to control and manipulate. And so if you are in that situation, get help. Reach out to a friend, a neighbor, a colleague. Find somebody 
that can help you get in a place where your value will be valued because your value is independent of anyone who is abusing you in any way. And that is a a vital message. Uh, There's also another lesson uh, in this little parable, and it has to do with leadership. Because leaders understand it. Leaders get it. Leaders know that you have to observe, acknowledge, and share the value of other people. And, And sadly, we live in this world where it's a lot of leaders today are, you know, only looking out for number one, or they're trying to manage up, or they're trying to control a conversation, or they're trying to manipulate uh, how information flows in an organization, and, and they use tactics that are very similar. Again, they don't value your value, uh, and I've seen this in, I can't tell you how many organizations. Uh, when I spent years in the consulting business, I saw so many so-called leaders who would use isolation or they would demean someone or they would drive a wedge between employees and and other leaders in the organization just so they could control the narrative. And those organizations always flounder and they usually fail unless they get to a a better place. Uh, And so the the real key takeaway for you today uh, in this last segment, this principle for today, is that we need to see deeply those around us and see their value. And we need to be deeply seen and have people around us at home, in our community, and in our work that value us. It's all about that value. As David Brooks says, we need to see deeply and be deeply seen. Thanks for joining us today on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for being with us. And as always, as you go out into the world today, especially today, See something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference.